1: Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And wow, did politics crack. Something that's never happened, never happened in the history of the United States as a former president was indicted. President Trump indicted last week. What does that mean? Well, we're going to. Uh, play a couple of clips, but number one, it means America's an uncharted territory. We've never had this happen before, and it it puts politics into our system of justice. And for those who have not following the case, basically we had New York uh, prosecuting attorney uh, Alvin Bragg, and he's he was he ran for office saying, I'm going to get Donald Trump. He was supported by like over a million dollars from George Soros, and now he's indicted Donald J. Trump. And what does that mean for the White House? What does that mean for the uh, presidential race? What does that mean for uh, justice? Are we going to have a two-tier system of justice? Or, you know, Hunter Biden, they've had his laptop since 2019. And are any indictments on Hunter Biden? <laughs> I mean, it's laughable. The Democrats have have uh, become it's the Justice Department looks as if it's becoming a wing of the Democratic Party. How many Republicans uh, are getting uh, the runaround, just like President Trump? I mean, and how many times since he announced he was spied on? They gave the Rus- Russian hoax. And the whole time, we've talked about it on the show many times. President Obama, Vice President Biden, at the time, they all knew it was from Hillary Clinton's campaign. It was bogus, and they sat back as America turned and twisted, and America got hurt, and they laughed. These Democratic leaders laughed and let it go on and on so they could get the midterm elections and get Trump impeached. It is un-American, it's pitiful, but that's the kind of leader Joe Biden is and Barack Obama. They knew it was a lie, knew it was a lie, and they used it for politics. And how many times have we seen a Democratic Party working with government money through the government, through the system of the Justice Department, and using it for political purposes? And now this is the... This is the top thing, to to indict the former president of the United States for political purposes. He's running for president of the United States now. Will the judge give a gag order so he can't do any campaigning? And will they just keep delaying it and delaying it like Democrats love to do? Think about, you know, the entire Russian hoax. They knew from day one that there was nothing there but they stretched it out over two years to get it past the midterm elections of 2018 for political purposes. Just recently, the J6, the January 6th uh, committee that was not bipartisan because Nancy Pelosi kicked off the Republicans who would ask decent questions. And they put it on prime time and they drug it out and they put it where it would be right before uh, the uh, midterm elections of 2022. Wow, this is so politicized. Can America keep being more and more divided? And this is one of the most divisive moves that anybody can make. And now, instead of building America up, the Democratic Party wants it to be torn down and, and, and just torn asunder. That's what it appears to me. There could be higher-ups in the Democratic Party with some common sense and say, hey, let's don't this don't tear america down but no then the common sense has been thrown out the door and what we're doing we're going to have a couple of clips to play uh before we get into the clips i will say there's been devastating tornadoes in my ho- home of mississippi we had one that went through about 100 miles back and forth and destroying cities and especially especially in the delta of mississippi and some of the poorest places in America, it just absolutely devastated the town of Rolling Fork, Mississippi. Now, if you're Joe Biden, if you're president of the United States, you can call it Rolling Stone. You know, if Trump did that, they'd be laughing him out, say he, he doesn't even know the name of the town where he's been, but everybody just losses over <laughs> when Joe Biden calls instead of Rolling Fork, he calls it Rolling Stone. But uh nobody's gonna say anything. Because he, that's what happens, Democrats get covered, and Republicans get hammered. But that's the mainstream media for. It. nothing, nothing new here. But what is new is what the indictment of the former president has done to this country, put us in an uncertain and uncharted territory. and And how are Americans going to respond? If you're a Democrat, if you're an independent, you should be right alongside saying, "Keep the politics out of our system of justice." There was no reason and we go, oh well, no one's above the law. Well, how about Hillary Clinton? Can we go back and throw out this statute of limitations and and everybody knows she was guilty of breaking the law even even uh the 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 FBI uh, just uh, james comey i don't I don't see how you can call him anything but a person who. Love's injustice for what he did when he was the head of the FBI and Trump should have fired him a whole lot sooner But what we find out is that he he said no reasonable Prosecutor would prosecute Hillary Clinton. He made that decision <laughs> And and she's guilty I mean she they knew she had broken a law And now every American knew she broke a law and yet where's the indictment? Not not from uh, the two-tiered system of judge, justice that we look to have in the United States at this point. And now, well, how about Hunter Biden and the president, Joe Biden, and his Chinese business connections through his son? You know, where's the investigation for that? Two-tiered justice system. Where, where are people crying out? Where are the leaders of the ACLU? Where? Now, now uh, before we get to the clips, like I said, um, that, and Mississippi was the only place to have tornadoes. And across the south, last week too, in Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, and, and, and this is the storm season. So pray for these people, the victims. Pray that we'll stop having these storms, but we need to make sure that not only pray, but give help of talent of time and what you can do. To be a part of helping people rebuild their lives. Now, I do want to say that this week, when we had to record this, just before the weekend started, and we don't know what changes are, but I want you to hear these very important clips we we chose to help people better understand. You may not have heard it, uh, Mike Davis is a conservative lawyer. He was on the War Room. I'm going to play a clip from him. Tucker Carlson had a good point about a gag order. Will a gag order come from these uh, judges that are all been appointed by liberal governors in the state of New York? And, you know, w- will there be any kind of fairness? <laughs> it doesn't look like it. I mean, if it's fairness, this would never have come up. It's not fair. It's political. So, uh, and then we got anyway. these clips are helped us better understand uh, what people are saying, and what they're looking at, and we got another clip from Mike Davis with uh, uh, the former acting Attorney General Whitaker under the Trump administration. So let's play these clips and and just see what uh, others are saying about Trump's indictment.
2: Former President of the United States Donald J. Trump indicted in New York City. Bolshevism has arrived to American shores. We've got Mike Davis on the line. Mike, unpack this for us. What is this indictment? What do we know about the charges? What does the process look like for here?
3: Well, the Democrats have crossed the Rubicon here with George Soros, funded Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, apparently bringing an indictment against President Trump for settling a nuisance claim back in 2016. This is routine. For business people to settle nuisance claims, Alvin Bragg is apparently turning this into a federal campaign finance violation by bootstrapping laws. It is insane what he is doing here. Uh, Alvin Bragg, when he worked for the New York Attorney General's Office, pushed the prior Manhattan DA to decline these charges. The Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office declined these charges. The Federal Election Commission declined these charges. And so now you you have uh, Alvin Bragg taking a million dollars from George Soros to get elected as the Manhattan D.A., the Democrat D.A. And now he's uh, he's uh, bringing these charges, trumped up charges for this non crime of settling a civil matter back in 2016. But how do they how do they take it
2: from a civil matter to a criminal matter? How do they make it a felony? Explain to that, because I still I still can't quite get it. It doesn't make any sense.
3: Well, I I haven't seen the actual indictment or the charges on paper, but I've I've seen the news reports. Essentially, they're trying to say that Trump that this was an illegal campaign contribution to his two thousand sixteen campaign that was not reported and he's and Bragg apparently is gonna cobble together New York statute along with federal statute to to turn this into a federal or to, to turn this into a campaign finance violation under New York law, it's it is completely bogus. It's a bogus charge uh, that that he's bringing. It's it's laughable and it's actually going to backfire spectacularly, both in court and politically for Bragg. I mean, this this may make Bragg a hero among the limousine liberals in Manhattan, but this is really going to damage the Democrat Party because. Alvin Bragg is going to do the impossible here. He's going to make Donald Trump sympathetic, which I didn't think was ever possible, but that's that's what's going to happen after these bogus charges against President Trump.
2: I think the backlash will be swift, and I think you're already seeing that in the polling numbers. I said at CPAC, there's one man who's been defamed, smeared, lied about, attacked, investigated, and prosecuted more than every single member of the MAGA movement combined and if the swamp and the regime hates him that much it's because he's the one man that can actually stand up and lead this movement and fight them and win
1: a lot of great points right there and where do we go from here well we got a clip from uh, uh tucker Carlson coming up about the possibility of uh being gagged and, and a presidential candidate being gagged by a uh just a flimsy case Against uh, the former president, not only not only flimsy, no other, no federal uh, officials would take a look at it, but this uh, state (laughs) doing of state laws and trying to tie that to a federal campaign contribution, which everybody has said is no way it could work, and yet in the statute of limitations have ended. It's it's just pathetic, very pathetic. But uh, let, me, let me let you listen to this clip from, well, I tell you what, hey, let's it, uh, hold on there. i got good news for you. We're going to take this break and remind you, we're listening. you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. And the good news is I do have a new book. It is called <laughs> Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. And if you're wanting politics, this is not a book about politics. Yeah, I've written one of those before, a couple of them. and uh, But this one is a novel. And I've spoken of it before. But you can go to www.hatchybooks.com. Hatchy spelled H A T C H I E. So, Hatchybooks.com. You can order the novel. And you go online and get that ordered. And uh, it's about a a college-age grandson working with his grandfather out in the hills of uh, hatchie Not mountains, (laughs) not big old rolling hills, just the hills in North Mississippi. And they discover some Chickasaw, uh, uh, well, some old Chickasaw Indian tales lead them to discover Something that ties them back to Solomon's Temple, so that's the that's that's what happens in the uh, and you just have to read the book, order the book, and it's the first of a series introducing you some characters, and so go to www.hatchybooks.com and uh, get get a copy of that. I think you'll really enjoy the way it was written and has some history, action, adventure, but it is a fictional tale. Ah, thank goodness. <laughs> when get to the end, you'll know why I say thank goodness. But it does lead us on to a next uh, book that uh, will be a sequel that will build on to that basis. Okay, now let's get back. I told you we're going to listen to Tucker Carlson, and uh, he had an attorney on his show, and they were talking about, uh, what about a gag order? Would a judge order a gag order? And what about freedom of speech in America? So take a listen to this clip.
4: You have seen cases, politicized cases, as with Roger Stone, in which the person charged is gagged by the judge and not allowed to speak about the charges. This is increasingly common, in violation of the First Amendment, obviously, but it happens. If this happens to Donald Trump, he will lose his free speech rights as a candidate in a presidential race. And I'm just wondering if you think that could potentially happen
5: well it very much could happen in fact we've seen it talked about on television already and in fact the the president has been subject to similar former president subject to similar allegations in other uh, litigation that he's involved in also way beyond the statute of limitations. The story is that because he says uh, mean things about people sometimes on his uh, free speech platforms that he should not be allowed to speak about a fundamental issue of due process that governs the future of our country and how we look at justice and how we look at uh, the politicization of this political process. And So that would be a gross miscarriage of justice if it occurs and I would not be surprised to see this politicized prosecutor make that request of this judge?
4: I I honestly think it's impossible to imagine greater election interference, a greater or more aggressive attack on our democracy than gagging a presidential candidate in a presidential year. I mean, Vladimir Putin has never dreamed of any attack on the United States more damaging than that. Uh, Would anyone be able to stop it?
5: Well, certainly the lawyers in this case uh, will argue against that, and it may be the kind of issue that they seek an immediate appeal on if they lose. But at the end of the day, if a court sets those rules, then, you know, litigant has to abide by them or be in contempt of court. And you know, that itself would be a very dangerous course to pursue. And so, yes, no matter which way you cut it, this entire case from its inception to its continuation to its now being brought to fruition, Uh, what we hear from the New York Times, not from anything that the DA's office has told the defense team, is that there are 30 plus charges. We don't know what they are. Uh, The New York Times knows what they are. And so this is not the way that justice is meant to go in the United States. And what I'm afraid of, Tucker, is that this isn't just going to be about Donald Trump. It's going to undermine all citizens' confidence in the rule of law in this country, and that is really tragic.
4: Yeah, it is, and it has far-reaching and lasting generational consequences um, that I don't think anyone's thought through.
1: Generational consequences that no one has thought through. How many Democrats, how many of the communists and the socialists have thought through? Well, I think the communists and socialists have because they want to destroy this country, and the Democrats... Either they're just their minds are numbed, or, or they just falling for the trap that the communists and the socialists have uh, set out for America, and they're pushing America right into that trap. Some of these Democrats that have no clue. But saying all of that, <laughs> we we got uh, we at the first of the show we heard uh, Attorney Mike Davis talking about some of the conflicts or, or how what a sham case this is, but he was on again with uh, uh, the former acting attorney general, Whitaker, under Trump, and let's see what they had to say about that and talk about a possible gag order.
4: I want to start with you. Tell us what we can expect on Tuesday. Walk us a little through that process.
6: Yeah, it's going to be, I guess, uh, just a massive circus. I mean, everybody's going to want to get into that. Courtroom. Everyone's going to want, uh, you know, the court drawings uh, for, of the president. Uh, everybody's going to want the mugshot. Everybody's going to want, you know, every salacious detail. And and I think unfortunately, it's going to take away from a very sober uh, legal proceeding and a very sad day in, in American history that we will probably look back, Sean, um, as a black mark uh, on the rule of law. And when prosecutors overstep. Uh, their discretion. And this is just, uh, it's really sad what's happened here, and, and it, it's going to be a circus on Tuesday. But I think we're also going to learn a lot about the American system of justice and if it can handle something uh, as significant as this.
2: Mike, uh, a question for you about the timing of all of this. We know that Trump is going to go in on Tuesday, <laughs> likely be cuffed, likely get his mug shot, um, will be given the indictments. They will be unsealed, so his team will know. But What is the timeline in terms of actually going to trial and getting a guilty or not guilty verdict? And could this be done before or after 2024?
0: I think the Democrats are going to try to drag this out as long as they can. They want the the cloud over President Trump. Uh, I imagine President Trump's lawyers will file a uh, motion on the sufficiency of the indictment because they're not alleging uh, 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 properly alleging a crime here, it is it is not a uh, it is this is a legal theory that is so bad that the that Alvin Bragg pushed the prior Manhattan DA to re, to uh, to reject this legal theory. The Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office rejected this legal theory. The Federal Election Commission rejected this legal theory. And then George Soros gave Alvin Bragg a million dollars to run for Manhattan DA. And here we are with this bogus trumped up charges against President Trump. Unfortunately, we haven't had a Republican governor in New York for a long time. So these judges, both at the state trial court, the state appellate court and the state uh, Supreme Court, which is the Court of Appeals, are all Democrat, mostly Democrat appointed. So I don't expect Trump to get a fair hearing either from the Manhattan jury or from any of these judges.
4: Yeah. Matt, let me ask you this. If Trump was your client, and we saw him last night put out the statement on Truth Social. He obviously, you know, loves to to talk to the media. Would you try to tell him, hey, at this point, say your piece, but then stop. Let us do. Let us be the lawyers, and you stop engaging. Or would you say, do you, would you recognize that he's going to be Trump, and he's going to keep talking to the media uh, and and post on social media?
6: Yeah. Well, you know, Sean, I think that's a great question. I think. One of the things we're going to see here early on, I guess Mike alluded to, it, is this motion practice. There's going to be a motion to transfer venue, and a motion to dismiss. Uh, there's going to be all uh, types of uh, defense motions. But there's also going to be, I'm expecting a motion from Alvin Bragg uh, to place a gag order and, and not allow anyone in this case to speak, including Donald Trump. Uh, that probably is going to be challenged on First Amendment grounds, but you know we've seen gag orders in the past. high-profile cases. And that will uh, test, you know, certainly, uh, you know, the former president and his ability to communicate with his supporters and, you know, all Americans. But I think that's the biggest uh, battle. But there's going to be many skirmishes between now and the end of this case.
2: Mike, real quick, I mean, in terms of this being a precedent setting indictment, we know that there's cases going on in Fulton County, Georgia. We also know that the special counsel is investigating uh, President Trump. Does this case make it more or less likely or or harder or easier for those other prosecutors to then bring their own indictments?
0: Look, this, this, uh, all three of these cases are bogus cases by democrat prosecutors alvin bragg's case is by far the most clownish this is such a joke of a case that it's going to undermine jack smith's prosecution and uh, Fannie willis's prosecution in fulton county so uh, for trump this is the best case that could come first
1: well maybe or just maybe that might be some good news out of this whole thing but it should not even be happening but we go back you listen to what Uh, These different guests on the shows, these clips, and it lets us understand that the politics have invaded our system of justice and how America reacts will depend on the future of America. I really hope and pray that the Democrats across this country, who we can disagree on so much in politics, but those who are trapped in the Trump derangement syndrome, and the hate fest against Donald J Trump they've been taught to hate in many ways and they don't even know it and if anybody will wake up from that uh, that syndrome the, the hate Trump syndrome the Donald J Trump syndrome the hate fest for this hate uh, almost it's, it's becoming a hate crime for what they're doing to Donald Trump it's like a hate crime in slow motion they hate Donald Trump so much They cannot stop. They cannot stop themselves from hating him that they want to destroy this man even more than they already have. And he's taking the brunt of all they're throwing at him because if they take him down, they're coming after you and me and the rest of America when it comes to free speech, when it comes to exercising our right to speak out. But how do you get the best ideas if you can't Everybody speak. And that's what the left doesn't want. They want this America destroyed. They want it completely ripped apart. And and they love what they're doing. And so far they they got away with the Russian hoax. They got the midterm election to swing all the Republican seats into giving the House and the Senate power again. In, in 2018, they did it for political purposes to gain power and control so that they could, uh, once they got that, they gained that. Then, the, you know, it was, they had like, win like over 40 seats or so to gain a house. But they paraded this uh, Russian hoax around for political purposes, using taxpayer money to to uh, to win seats. And that's what all... The Russian hoax was just a campaign contribution to the Democratic Party. And, and that's uh, that's why I say the people who knew there was a hoax and kept their mouths shut and sat back and watched and laughed and probably helped manage all that was going on. Uh, I mean, it, it, it just it makes you sick. So here we are our former president has been indicted and the circus has begun and pray for america just pray that people of common sense will say let's do what's right and let's do uh america uh, let's get the justice system back to way it should be look you listen to doc holidays rock splitting politics i wish i could end on a better note but all i know is the love freedom And we want more freedom and more liberty. And let's work to get that way, even when all the odds seem against us. People want to shut out our voices, get rid of the First Amendment, get rid of freedom of speech, get rid of freedom of religion. They want to control everything we do, we say, and they want to use technology to make it happen. And in many cases, they have succeeded across the world. Are they going to succeed in America? That's up to you and me. God bless you all. See you next week.
0: Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit docholiday.org. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next week.